0: The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Pinball Party. Hello. What? What time is it? Uh, it's Pinball Party podcast time. Figure it out. I thought I was done. You might have thought I was done. I am kind of done. Ah, but... Okay, this could be either a uh, pinball party podcast epilogue, it could be pinball party podcast prologue to a new style, a new way to do it, a new, uh, I don't know, call it whatever you want, but it is not pinball party podcast episode 39. Do you know why it's not pinball party podcast 39? I'll tell you. Because 38 is my lucky number. Pretty weird. Do you know how I got that lucky number? You don't. That was rhetorical. So, eat shit. Here comes the answer. When I was seven? Seven to nine. During the Nintendo Entertainment System era of my childhood. Do you remember being that age when you would get birthday presents? From friends? Family? Okay, no. Specifically friends. You'd get presents from friends. And normally it was something in the, let's say, so this is nineteen late 80s, Um. The price that a friend would pay at an under-10-year-old birthday party for a present was like $10 to $20. That was the sweet spot. You never thought you'd get a video game from a friend at that age, at least where I'm from. Just a middle-class neighborhood. Middle-class lifestyle, I should say. But I got a video game from one of my friends. A Nintendo Entertainment System game. I was like, what the fuck is this? From my best friend, actually. His name's Brian. The game was called Taboo the Sixth Sense. And it was fucking terrible. It was bad. But he found it in the like six dollar bin at Shopko. I'm not even aware if Shopco is a national chain, but it's like a fucking Walmart. I don't know. Shopco. He's like, well, hey, I figured, you know, a game is better than no game. I'm like, yeah, you're goddamn right it is. We put it in, it's dog shit, all that. However, Like the game you would put in, Google it if you'd like, Taboo the Sixth Sense, it was like a fortune teller game. It would either roll dice and tell you your future or draw cards. Horrible. It didn't make any sense. But the first time I turned it on and pushed a button, something spun or a tarot card and it said, your lucky number is 38. That's the whole story. So I figured the last episode was 38. I've been taking a long break from a lot of things in my life because I'm spinning too many plates. And we're going to leave it at number 38. What is the future of this podcast? I have no idea. It was becoming a lot of work. I needed to take a break. Neon Dale is a lot of work. I needed to take a break. Work is (laughs) surprisingly not a lot of work, but I do have to have money. So anyways, doing all that stuff, everything just became a little much, a little, you know, into my personal life. So it took a few weeks off of a lot of stuff. And uh, anyway, I, I was recording a song, working on a chorus, And I thought, why not open up the old podcast template in Logic Pro and talk about pinball? Now, this is going to be tough. I haven't thought about pinball or even talked about pinball. Aside from a lot of random messages, I should say, thank you. And uh, I appreciate the kind words from people saying, hey, where's the podcast? All those types of messages in various flavors. But the overwhelming message under that was, "I miss it, and please make more." And that that means a lot to me. Um, I'm I'm glad you like it. However, beyond those messages of "Where's the Where's my podcast that I deserve? Make my content." Um, I haven't really thought about it. Here's what I've done: I've I've uh, I've chatted with Zach a little bit over text. Uh, Joel, hey man, a little bit. Um, Similar context of, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? I'm like, eh, whatever. So, all I've really known is that Venom is kind of out. I, th- I think it's out, quote, out. Fuck me, right? I don't know. Is it out? Uh, but Joel played a bunch of it on his stream and probably flipping out with Fox or whatever that's called um, with with buddies and flip or streaming and then fl- I don't know. Are you just, do you work for Flipping Out? I don't fucking know. Maybe let's just say, you know, a contract worker. <laughs> um, I've watched some of his stream. I've listened to Triple Drain. The, the only podcast I've listened to for pinball has been that in the last, like, two months. Um, oh, wait. Nope. Ha! <laughs> totally wrong. I have listened to Electric Bat's new podcast. I think it's called Electric Podcast? Electric Bat Podcast? Go check that out. Y'all may know Rachel and Kale from the Pinball Party Podcast and, better yet, from the Electric Bat Arcade. They started their own podcast. They had a lot of fun joining the ones I was doing. And, you know, we had a lot of plans in the works and we have a great relationship. Nothing happened there. Again, Peek under the hood. Cale and I are still chatting all the time. There's no, it's awesome. We didn't break up, you know, we're not boyfriend, boyfriend. Well, <laughs> I guess he's married to Rachel. So it's not like boyfriend, spouse, marriage. Does that make sense? Me and versus them. Um, we're all still good. We didn't say, fuck this, let's break up. Go do your thing. No, it's just, I took a break and they love podcasts. And so they're going to keep going. Please go listen to Electric Bat Arcade Podcast. Find it at your nearest podcast station. You know how to get them. Why am I even saying this? Let me try to talk about pinball though for, I don't know. We'll see how long this goes. I'm not going to break any news because I haven't been paying attention. Um, I own zero games right now. The last game I had was the Walking Dead Premium, and that took a long time to sell. We all, I guess, know, or at least it was a month ago, um, the used market is good for buyers, not great for sellers, but it's kind of, at least from my experience, evening out to where it should be, you know, where it should be. All those newer players who have in a new machine or new to the hobby in the last Let's say since mid COVID, um, buying a new game at MSRP and losing five hundred dollars is the minimum you will lose on a new in the normal times. Expect to lose five hundred dollars. Like it's like getting a new car off the lot. It's you're going to take a hit immediately, no matter what. Please stop posting your games for over MSRP, even with mods. Don't, don't, just don't. Not going to make fun of you. Just don't. You came in it. During a time of COVID where everything was like, oh, buy a new game, maybe even make money. That's just not how the cookie crumbles. Expect to lose a little bit. However, even used games, you're going to lose a little bit. So if, if new games, let's say to those newish people, a $9,800 premium, you're going to lose $500 if you sell it used. Period. Done. Period. Pro, same thing. What, I don't even know what they are new. 69 <laughs> Nine hundred, same thing. Five hundred. Let's say you buy a used game. The sweet spot for a used premium right now, just kind of the barometer is nine thousand, give or take. Even Jurassic Park premiums are hard to sell at nine thousand. So you know, nine thousand. Godzilla premium, maybe. If you bought a used one for nine thousand stock, you'll probably still lose a couple hundred, couple hundred bucks. A used, used, probably eighty eight hundred. A pro. 6000 is your new starting point used give or take a few hundred that's just a lot of you know this and you're like shut up <laughs> but for the new people that started maybe during covid and are like what the fuck what what what's happening to to the world of pinball the world is not crashing the market is not crashing it's it's evening out it's soft as shit um i so i had the walking dead premium was my last baby i loved it i um the Left Bicycle Girl Ramp was as smooth as any pro I've played or had. It was a gem. I just, for me to be into something, whether it's a hobby, uh, work, (laughs) maybe not work, um, something that's important to me, a hobby, my wife, raising a kid, music. I'm either all in 100%, 500%. I have to milk that shit for all it's worth and give it my all or I have to be all out. I am not great at the in-between. So, in music, I either have to, again, give it my all, uh, best production quality, spend uh, a lot of time on the lyrics, and just be a good musician. That's what I'm getting at. Podcast, same thing. Those who have been listening for a long time can maybe hear a lot of the work being put into the audio quality, the The skits, the meth stuff, the tightening, all that. I mean, it it takes a lot of work. Sometimes not. Like this one. I'm not going to edit it at all unless I accidentally say, like, cunt. But I said cunt and there you hit Whatever. So I, eh, I may or may not edit. Probably not. Takes a lot of work. So I'm attempting to, as someone who has zero pinball machines, hasn't thought about it in a month. I shouldn't say it hasn't creeped into my head. Um... I've, of course, thought about getting another Lord of the Rings pinball machine because I am Jason, and that's just how it goes. It's a Monday, so, of course, I've thought about it. Um, I'm trying to balance pinball. And the amount of people I've met through the hobby, good or bad, that seems to be a struggle with a lot of us. Um, not to ruminate out loud on it, but you see collections. Then you see, um, well, yeah, you usually see collections, right? It's it's the old hat of like, oh, you get one, it's going to multiply. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to self reflect. Is that a place of? Um, do I want to own games? Questioning myself. Do I want to play games? Do I want to make media about the games? Um, and for a good year, I was giving 100% to all of those. You know, you, you burn the candle at both ends, you spin too many plates, you know, inevitably like, yeah, something, something's got to give. So if I can't do 100% in all those, buying, selling, trading, having fun, playing games, getting to wizard modes, or at least trying to, mini wizard, doing all that, making media, doing the sound edits, making skits, you know, um, I, I'm trying to find a balance. Uh We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, practice and self-discipline, maybe. At least trying to find balance in something that is not in my core beliefs as a need to survive. And obviously pinball is not, but what I mean by that is what I hold as a pedestal for myself personally, importance in life. The pillars would be myself, but what I mean by that is health and, you know, just being self-aware and taking care of myself. Going to the gym, Mental health, for lack of a better phrase, you know, quitting cigarettes, monitoring how much weed I smoke, which is just re- relatively low these days, what I eat, what I drink, you know, me, um, my family, so my wife and daughter and extended family and dog and all those things that come along with family uh, and music. Those are like kind of my pillars that no matter what, I have to do those things. I have to. Pinball slowly was, it was not really eking into family per se. Music, definitely. Um, and myself, not really. But all those gaps I had to like take a breath was getting filled with pinball. I keep repeating this, but this is what I have seen most often um, when I'm trading and buying and selling used games. Is that, like, It becomes this like addiction. I guess I can just say that word, but the addiction is different for various people. I, I know some. You know, when we text locally, have uh, some people some for some the addiction is collecting the game specifically. As in, I have ten games. Look at them. I would like to talk about them and show you. These are bolted to the floor. Yada yada. All those things. Um, the addiction of co- kind of collecting something. That's not me. I'm not the type to collect something for the sake of look at my assets and. Glory upon thee! My self-esteem is tight. No, I, I have good self-esteem. At least I, I believe I do. And tying it to items has never really been a thing at that level. Of I have twenty machines. I have fifty machines. They're all le's. They're perfect. I play them once in a while, and I'm dog shit at pinball. That's not me. Bless your heart out there that you do it. Then there's the ones that uh, are addicted to kind of like buying really um, good deals and flipping them for a couple hundred bucks. I don't mind the like little bit of deals and flipping them, but you know the the le flippers or the dog shit flippers uh, fuck off but there's that kind of addiction i see a lot of people doing that like monitoring pin side monitoring forums monitoring facebook you all know what i'm talking about then there's the kind of addiction to the game itself which is what i am i guess closest to per se and these are not all negative connotations i should say i'm addicted to the game The, the enjoyment of the game the almost obsessive level of enjoying a game that's closest to where i'm at um, the balance I've always found is that because if I play a game, I want to give it 100%. It takes a lot of money. Um, I'm not a billionaire. I don't have the most space everywhere. So balancing the, the money, the $10,000, let's just say $10,000 for me because I vacillate between <laughs> vacillate and Vaseline. I think of Vaseline and penis and all that. Whenever I say vacillate, one of those fun words, vacillate. I vacillate, I Vaseline between a pro and a premium and a LE depending on the flavor of the game. Between all those prices, ten thousand is kind of a medium. So let's say ten thousand. It's easy for sake of argument. Ten thousand game, ten thousand dollars in a game. I get it home. I play the shit out of it for a few days, and then it starts to you know creep in of oh okay, um ten thousand dollars as a kid or as it early twenties or even now like should bring you ten thousand dollars worth of happiness. Correct, is what I ask myself. And as that initial honeymoon phase goes down, I'm like uh oh. Um, this is stupid. $10,000 could get my wife and I a trip to Europe for like 10 days to do whatever the fuck we want. Why in the hell do I have $10,000 in a pinball machine? What goes through my head? I trade it. I sell it. Fuck, get out of here. And then the anxiety of like, oh my God, am I losing money? I got this 200 pound thing in a room on a game. I don't use much. What the hell am I doing? Uh, am I a stupid asshole? Uh, <laughs> that's what goes through my head, but at like rapid speed. You know, and then when that happens, it'll get other games. And so then there's that little addiction of getting addiction to the game and needing to constantly have that new game dopamine, uh, new modes, new lights, new sounds, new all of that, just like anything, a video game, all of that. Um, so of those kind of branches, the, the collectors, the buying and selling or, or the getting another another one, getting broken games or games that need, quote, a shop job people that are very um, addicted, whether it's, again, not negative, but just very like this, their flavor for pinball, finding very um, need of shop games, buying them, cleaning them, fixing shit, doing all that, and and really getting the joy out of um, upgrading or, or doing whatever, bringing it back to snuff so you can sell it used and maybe make a couple hundred bucks, maybe break even. And when I say break even, I mean, your time and the gas and all of that. Or the hobby to them is really just fixing it. And I really appreciate that. Um, I, I, I like that as well. I don't, I don't practice that kind of behavior in pinball, um, but I know a couple people that do, and I actually really love that shit. Um, yeah, the tinkerers, the improvers, the kind of engineer side of it, as an engineer at heart in, in a certain way. I like that. Um, so I... And pinball to do it kind of do a little bit of all of it and, and I, I i'm not a collector i'm not a fixer-upper i can do it i could i could collect if it was lord of the rings or matrix or you know whatever theme resonates with me in my heart um green day a tool things that you know regardless of pinball i like anyways um and, and the playing it it for me it never lasts longer than like a few days of like oh yeah it's so worth the money and then it you know levels out but then if, you, if i take a step back and I'm like, I got $30,000 in machines that sometimes I won't play for like two weeks. That just feels stupid. It it feels I I start beating myself up about it. Um, my wife never does. Honestly, there's never family pressure for me personally to watch how much money you spend on pinball. Because she trusts me. She knows that I'm responsible with money. And I would be the one way before her to like um check myself and like I got to sell this we got to make sure to to have money for the future and all that and and I do but I don't know it's something about the price of admission for pinball that always weighs heavily or why I'm anxious to find games or why there's even a pinball wish list you know on pinside why do these things exist it's because they're really expensive and they're like life-changing amounts of money it's uh there is a hefty amount of anxiety that comes with pinball that I have not found in other hobbies. Um, I'm sure there are, but personally in, in my life, my, my major hobbies over the, the, the millennium, <laughs> the years, I just want to use a big word. The years have been, oh geez, what what have the big ones been a, a little bit of sports when I was, no, sorry. The first one, karate, uh, I was in martial arts for a good, I don't know, seven years, um not taekwondo uh american karate so for that you know minimum like five years to get your black belt uh with actual work black belt test was like four hours uh a real like actual test to like get fucking wrecked are you gonna pass or not um and i didn't the first time not because i wasn't good enough um i got x kicked in the head um and kind of half passed out and a doctor came in and said, "Hey, you can't finish the sparring of, of this. You'll have to come back and do it." I did like the four hours of the test, and anyway, got my head. That was my first major hobby. Doesn't cost a lot of money, right? It Cost maybe my parents a little bit for the you know um, the admission or the admission, you know, the price to, to take it, the classes. Um, but the next big uh, let's see, high school uh, music. Um, so buying CDs in the nineties, you know, every paycheck went to basically cigarettes, uh, Mountain Dew. Um, a bag of swag, right? 20 bucks for some beaners, stems, and a little bit of weed. Uh, make you cough, but got you high. And then CDs at Best Buy. And video games. So video games and music are kind of always there. But as we know, video games are, I mean, back then, about 40 to 50 bucks a game. The uh, 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 Console is like 200 bucks. Now it's inflation relatively the same, just different numbers. It's, it's expensive, but it's not stupid expensive, at least for the majority of you know, lower middle class, and upper middle class. It's it's, it's doable uh, hobbies. And then, uh, again, music has always been there. Then I owned a pizza restaurant. Yeah. Um, for a few years. I, I say that's a hobby because that's kind of an all-consuming for entrepreneurs out there um, that work, you know, 70 to 1,000 hours a week just becomes everything. And during that, doing music. Um, and then the next big kind of hobby, home theater. Home theater, and by that, like building theater from scratch, audio screen, everything, you know, drywall, name it, from nothing. Um, and that's that's fun. Expensive, yes. But it's kind of like a one-time thing. Ish. Build it and, and whatever. Um, one pinball machine will build you an entire home theater, period. Like very nice, very nice um, full home theater that, you know, something you can use all the time and tons of people you can use. Um, then woodworking another one of mine um and woodworking uh building tables ch- uh chair I want to say chairs I haven't built chairs um all of it cutting the wood building stuff um the sanding and the staining I actually really enjoy the best out of it Sta- staining and finish finishing most of the furniture in my living room I, I built but again it's wood it's not, it's not that expensive maybe during COVID then pinball holy shit I mean so um out of all those pinball is just it has its own flavor of insanity so this long way going back to of all the people i meet from trading and even doing this media stuff whether it's the pinball network which again those asking um separating from pinball network is that bad blood hell no those guys are the shit it's just my own thing that's it I wish them all the best and continue to talk to them and I'm not a stranger and this one's even on the Pinball Network. So, hey, fucking Pinball Networks are the best. Um, or anything against Zach and Flipping Out? Fuck no. This podcast is still sponsored by Flapping Bird Pinball. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from flipping Out. From toppers, are three I've got it figured out. flipping Out. The point I keep going all over the place to get to is most of the people I meet are actually not really happy in this pinball, um, and I mean, yeah. now we're not—we're not, we're not going to get deep um, psychological happy. We can't be all, all happy all the time. What is happily thoughts, beliefs, thought? We're not going to go through um, a lesson here. Maybe bring Zach many on sometime, and, and, and but you know, I think you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You're listening. Does everyone, does pinball truly make anyone very, very, very happy? Um, And maybe uh, it's not a bad thing. Um, And maybe it's coming from someone who doing an unhealthy amount of it. Um, And not unhealthy, like it's bad for me. In fact, I mean, it's good to have hobbies. It's good to have something to to, to dig into. But putting life-changing money into something that gives you like once in a while a little thing. And then to do it again, you need to do it again spend the money again, drive again, spend eight hours driving by yourself, talking to a very small niche group of, uh, pinball enthusiasts. I, I don't know. It just, it needs a balance. Um, to me, I see a lot of people out there too. you like, yeah, I have this machine. I collect this stuff. It's like, okay, you have that joy in saying it and done. And now what you still got it. Is it still fulfilling? Is it is it really life changing? Is that maybe to some people who make five million dollars a year, this is nothing. It's just like video games. It's like oh, it's a hobby they can come in, come in and out of. Like whatever, I'll hold this LE for years. I might lose ten grand. I might make ten grand. That's awesome. Um, but you know, for Stern or or anyone else wondering why, why why isn't this growing the size of video games? I mean, they know the answer. I, I mean, and that's the answer. And taking a break for. I guess it's been two months and even thinking about pinball um, and what I mean by thinking about pinball in this scenario is outside of the pinball network, outside of Kale and Rachel and all the the hobbyists and people I've met that text about pinball, outside of all that, I haven't heard any normal or like muggle, pinball muggle, right? As as they say, Uh, any pinball muggle, puggle, any puggle say pinball or talk about pinball. Like It just doesn't exist beyond this little core, uh, insane group of whack fucks we got here. <laughs> All you listening and me, we're fucked. Something's wrong with us. Why are we doing this? Uh, but the normal people at the bank, at I'm not spending that much time at the bank, but eh, at the bank, at the grocery store, at the gym, no one's talking about pinball. Nobody. Nah, nah never. I... Uh, has anyone brought up pinball to me in the last 10 years that I didn't initiate, that I know who isn't in pinball? Probably not. Other hobbies all the time. Video games, sports, fantasy football, which I hey, fuck off <laughs> fantasy football uh, eh, video games, sports, hunting, fishing. Right. I'm in Wisconsin. Fucking work. Right? Work is more important to most people. How's your job? How's work going? Fuck off. Who cares? You don't care why are you asking me. Um, I hear more about cancer than I hear about pinball. You know? I got cancer. Fucking damn it. That's horrible. Um, c- cancer's more popular than pinball. Uh, that's weird, right? Um, I hear more about divorces than pinball. Pinball is so fucking small. Um, so spending all that time doing all that stuff when they, they quote, say, um, mental health professionals, let's say psychologists, do things that are, um, I should say, the actual word, enjoyable with others to make it be something. Otherwise, it can kind of be an addiction if it's just yourself. And in a town where it doesn't have great pinball support, it's got some toxic support. Out there, yeah, which is surprising to me. Um, actual growing community, so there's not a lot of people to do it with around here. A couple, um, that sounds like sex, <laughs> but it's not. I'm not talking about doing it with people, honey. Um, it, it, it becomes kind of lonely. And then there's the thing of where here's a prime example, John, local guy, hey man, what's up? Uh, we were talking about just the other week, he was buying some speakers from some old uh, flipper fidelity or some shit and I was like talking about how I'll, maybe I'll get a Lord of the Rings machine who knows? like why wouldn't I you know he's like oh you can he almost jokingly but he knew it. he's like oh you can you know if you need a fix you can borrow mine or play mine for a little bit and I was like looking I'm like well, you know you gotta own it <laughs> you know borrowing a game doesn't do And he's like no I, I get it I know and that just says something right it's like <sighs> like you have to own something to to feel the joy I say you Not all of you listening. Maybe it's me, you know, introspectively to enjoy it. And that's fucked up. Um, It's different with video games. You borrow video games forever and you play it and done. But something about owning a pinball machine and it's that like cleaning it and looking at maybe feeling accomplished because we're all like a bunch of middle-aged white males who make a bunch of money. So we have ego problems and we think that our opinion matters because money says it does. It doesn't. (laughs) It it doesn't matter. I, I don't know. But yeah, that, I mean, we get together and then do some stuff here or there with Pinball or check out what, what I did or what I got and talk about this stuff. But there's not a lot of social part to it. It's a strange, isolated hobby. Um, like, everyone like, screams I say that proverbially like I am media, like, oh, look what I'm doing on Pinside, all this stuff, look what I'm on Pinball. But no, no, I'm going to keep all these games to myself. I'm going to look at it myself. Am my precious, you know? Um, uh, I wish Dennis Creasel was on here. He could do his little smeagol impression but i can't um it's just weird and to say all that this what i just said in the last looks like 29 minutes goes through my head like all day every day of pinball it drives me fucking bonkers (laughs) so what better way to calm all those voices in the past than to throw it into this podcast make some funny shit bring guests on get to know a lot of people's balls just you know fill the void of like this should be fun. Why like spending all this money playing pinball machine, but instead I'm spending all this time doing well, sounds like the social side of it, right? The, the, I, I I slowly moved to talking with Kale and Rachel all the time and Zach and Joel and part of the TPN. And what became the hobby, what became the joy from pinball was the honestly the, the community, the media making community and also the obsessive community of it um and you know making choices based on that has been just cloudy um yeah to be honest and i'm still i'm still figuring it out i okay i'll put one here figure it out it's not technically editing i'm just adding in sound effects dragging and dropping from my pinball party folder yeah i'm still uh i'm still trying to see what i'm going to do with all this but I know what I can do right now to fill a little time and talk about pinball. Uh, let's, let's surf, web surf our way over to Pinside.com. This is a toxic cesspool of a bunch of maniacs, you and myself, who buy, sell, trade games, lie to each other, overvalue our games. Um, yeah, just ugh, a little uh, snapshot melting pot of crazy fucking people with too much money. Let's just go over to forums. Let's just pop in and see what's happening. I kind of feel weird like a voyeur. I haven't been here in a while and I'm just I'm going to the forums. I'm just going to see what's on people's minds. What are people talking about? Number one, right now as of uh, noon 30, what is on the line at Stern Pinball? God, this shit. <laughs> what's on the line at Stern Pinball? Imagine, you know, what's on the line at The manufacturer for Call of Duty at Best Buy. What a weird fucking thing. What's on the line? Um, Games that'll be coming. Weird. Um, You know, I'm sure Zach and Dennis uh, are doing production updates and all that, but I bet... um, What are we looking at here? Um, Yeah, Stern has games on the line, of course. I'm not going to look for the list. Okay, so stupid. That was bad. Looking at forums, the first one was what's on the line. Who cares? Second one, a centaur for sale. Eh. Okay. Uh, The interactive figure for um, Godzillas. Okay. yep, People are still Godzillas. 007 Owners Club. That's popping. Holy shit. That's popping. James Bond. Who knew? It's getting better. Maybe. I don't know. Right in Pinball Party Podcast, but I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Tell me if Bond's good or not. Ah, stern Godzilla owners threat. Godzilla, Adam's Family, Scratch Bill, Stock Market Traders, The Next Spooky Pin. (laughs) Um, I know what it is. Do they know what it is in here? Let's see. Do people know? Hmm. Maybe. Has it been announced? I don't fucking know. Uh, well, hey, I know what it is, but it's not there. Maybe. Uh, next spooky pin. Uh, new triple drain on the, okay. Yeah. Hey, go listen to triple drain podcast this week. They go through venom like crazy. Um, so I could talk about venom, but I haven't played it. I've only watched Joel play it, so go go listen to Triple Drain. They, they talk about Venom a lot. It sounds interesting. I mean, the, the roguelike is all I remember um, jizzing about when I was talking about it. It's probably still awesome. Uh, my TLDR is... It doesn't take long to beat. So maybe make sure there's enough content to keep going. Um, Halloween Owner's Thread. Pinball Party. <laughs> Simpsons Pinball Party. The Owner's Thread. Every time I see that game now, I think of this podcast. Um, Star Wars Premium for sale. Cactus Canyon for sale. Oh, whatever. That is some boring shit. Uh, having a <laughs> different perspective, that forum is just sad. Uh, no offense. Not like, oh, you guys are all pathetic. No, I'm just like, my the sparkle to it is gone for me. Let's see what's for sale. Galactic Tank Force LE. Don't buy that. Um... Rick and Morty Bloodsuckers Edition. Don't buy that. Uh, Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast Premium. Ninety-two hundred. Yeah, okay. A normal person. Uh, Led Zeppelin Premium. Eighty-five hundred. Good luck. That's not going to happen. Uh, Fish Tales. Fifty-four hundred. Correct. The Shadow. Seven thousand OBO. What's wrong with you? Let's. And it's not even a, okay. Let's find out what's wrong with you. Uh, all right. Fifth. Seven thousand for a Shadow. Let's of course take a quick look at the magnet, which you would think would have a close-up picture if you're asking for $7,000 for a fucking shadow. No powder coat. No color DMD. Holy shit. So, so don't, don't pay that much for that. Um, let's look at the ghosting. Yeah, this is fun. Okay. Playfield's actually pretty fucking perfect. Um, okay. It's not worth seven thousand dollars. Get out of here. Uh, good luck. Hey, Godzilla Pro for sixty six hundred. Good luck. Not gonna happen. Star Trek LE for eleven thousand OBO. Okay. Well, the, your price should be ten five if you have a color DMD. Otherwise, ten even. Uh, maybe even a little less if you don't have the mirror blades for the LE. Moving on. The Shadow. Look at this guy. Right below the other Shadow for seven grand. We got a Shadow for six thousand OBO. Correct. Oh, you did it! You did it! Um, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm not even gonna put the sign f- the so- the sound effect in, but you know what I mean. He's got it figured out. Uh, Star Wars Premium, eighty two hundred OBO uh, for Sailor Trade Ghostbusters Premium with Pin Stadiums twelve five. Okay. Um, what is this Iron Man? Is this Vault Edition? No, get fucked. I only want Vault Edition. Uh, that's something I want. I do want to. <laughs> I'm already back in it. Uh, I'm not really, but I'm just saying I miss Iron Man Vault Edition. That game's great. Uh, if I can get one for 6000 please email in. I'll, I'll, I'll happily buy it from you. Um, good condition, please. Uh, that's a game that I like to be shiny. Uh, oh, and look at this Tron Legacy that was here when I stopped doing this before. Relisted three times, of course. Uh, what's wrong with you and this price? That's crazy. Um, yeah. Okay. Same old pin side. Right? Fuck. It's nuts. Well, what's gonna, I guess, happen um, going forward? Uh, In the pinball world, I believe, I mean, Jaws will become, you know, quote, Jaws might be coming sometime from Keith Elwin, a world-renowned pinball architect. Um, That'll be great. Venom, uh, you know, if you're reading the tea leaves, like, it'll do fine. Whatever. It's just Venom. Um, Mystery game, still a mystery, I take it? Yeah, okay um uh, stranger things but yeah okay um rumored oh can i talk about next year mm, maybe there's a rumored spike three next year maybe i don't know fuck maybe probably um see what happens but yeah with the new facility and um you know what i find strange is that the used market and with dealers having so much stock do you really need this that, that second place to make more games you gonna keep doing it the, the market is is only so big um again hence the reason i took kind of a break on this is it worth spending so much time making really top tier content for a market that's it's not like video game size or podcast world true crime size this is this is different this is you have to really want to <laughs> and i uh for a while i haven't really um today i want to do i want to say hello To all those fellow listeners and um, the people that, again, wrote in, thank you very much. I I really appreciate it. And I'm still alive. I'm not dead. I'm not gone. Um, Am I going to get back on a weekly, bi-weekly schedule of this? Maybe. Maybe not. Um, But I do know I need to just do it when I want to, when it's fun for me, when it actually brings me joy. I'm not doing this for you. Um, Not to say that as in like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I guess. I'm not. Why am I defensively saying that? I'm doing this for me. It's fun. I enjoy making audio stuff. I don't need the notoriety. Um, I do appreciate when people email in. It, it I really do. Um, but I need to find a balance where I'm doing this for me. I'm playing pinball for me. I'm making this content for me. I still want to make a good, quote, product, but yeah. So thank you for your patience. If you want to keep going down this ride and finding out what I do with the Pinball Party Podcast, um, it has its own stream now as well. This is the last one on, on the Pinball Network. So if you want to listen to the Pinball Party Podcast, just search Pinball Party Podcast in your, you know, pod thing. You know, I'm explaining again. We all know it. if you found this, you know how to find Pinball Party Podcast. But yes, Pinball Party Podcast will be going forward on its own separate feed. Please keep listening to the Pinball Network, all the gems on there, from the Pinball Show to Triple Drain to Silver Ball Chronicles to Innovators um, to first, ru- first Round, Last Round? Fuck me, I can't even remember this shit. Please go listen to Electric Bat Arcade Podcast. Um, great couple of fellas. a guy and a gal. Um, they'll probably come back on here. I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll go on there. They're, they're still very good best friends of the show. Hello, Kale. Hello, Rachel. Um, They will have all the what's earning on location, all that stuff. Go there. It's the source for on location pinball stuff. Uh, And congrats, Kale, on kicking ass at the tournament last weekend. First place. That's a tough motherfucker. Kale Hernandez, he kicks ass. Um, Okay, I got to go. I got to go finish uh, a couple verses for a song and uh, part of a chorus. I don't know. uh, I'll put in... uh, Fuck it, I'll still put in a demo here, Uh working on music. Thanks for listening. My name's Jason, PinballPartyPodcast at gmail.com if you want to email in. Otherwise, talk to you maybe later? Okay, see you. Thinking of a new life, just like always. Ready for a new fight, just like always. Yeah, I can't feel anything, can like always. Just like always, I've got too much on my mind. And I keep on spinning wheels, wasting my time. Waking up at midnight, just like always, tell myself it's alright. Just like a